You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Today's segment is sponsored by the Dell XPS 13 laptop with an 8th gen Intel Core i7 processor. Experience Dell Cinema's incredible color, sound, and streaming on the Dell XPS 13. It's the laptop for people who watch things on their laptop. Learn more at dell.com slash XPS 13. Sponsored by Dell and Intel. Welcome, partner. Red Dead Redemption edition of the Shutdown Forecast. Let the me. What? The what? Let the me. Sh- get did you just say the Shutdown? The Shutdown. Are you gonna mock my regional accent, partner? I just are you trying like to? Would you like me? Is would that you, a fella from New York City <laughs> trying to tell us how to talk? Would you like me to diffuse or antagonize this situation? Antagonize that some bitch. <laughs> choke. 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 Rob. <laughs> I assume choke is diffuse, right? In a manner of speaking. <laughs> if you push the wrong button, which does happen quite a bit, like you try to mount horse and you end up tackle lady. <laughs> the best one was I was trying to yeah, – the worst thing about the game is trying to hitch the damn horse. And I was trying to hitch the horse the other day and ended up – like like pointing my gun i think i might have hit the trigger wrong too ended up pointing my gun at just a lady right next to me and then the lady's husband the npc's husband tried to show me the hands then i killed him but i was in saint denis so there's cops all over the place so i then had to get on my horse and flee okay so listen just hold your horses here hold your horse that's what he was trying to do he was he was but you know metaphorically not literally Let's just all hit the pause button. The only button that doesn't get you shot by bounty hunters. Sorry, pause. Correct. A little inside gamer talk here. Yeah. Oh, 
<laughs> so we have the gamer term. We're in the gamer zone now. So <laughs> we have, uh, that's why there are no women on this podcast tonight. Yeah. <laughs> it's about ethics in Red Dead Redemption journalism. <laughs> so we have on the podcast our usual crew. There's uh, myself, Spencer Hall, uh, yeah, joined by, uh, you know, I'm going to give you this name. You're you're going to be uh, you're going to be Jason Parson of Death, Kirk. Uh, then there will be Ryan the Bishop Nanny. <laughs> <laughs> These are your Western names. Uh, then there'll be Richard. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna call you the the Vulture of the Grizzlies, Johnson. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, I think we'll go to uh, Matt Brown joining us. You, you know what, Matt? We're just going to play you to type, man. What, what, which, which brave macho Mormon hero of the West title do you want? Because I realize we have new options. Oh, oh. Um, I mean, I was about to say. I figured I should have been the bishop, right? I, I think maybe. Well, yeah, but it's funnier if Ryan's the bishop. <laughs> <laughs> Because you could, in theory, maybe in one reality, actually be one. That's right. <laughs> oh, no. No, no, no. I, I'm Matt Porter Rockwell Brown. There, there we go. Porter the, Rockwell. Porter Rockwell, the one badass in all of Mormon history. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like him and Sean Bradley, right? <laughs> like, Paul, Sean. Porter, Porter Rockwell would have dunked on Sean Bradley's ass so bad in church basketball. <laughs> Uh, we are all playing this game except for Ryan. Ryan is going to be uh, Ryan's going to be the new stranger in town, just walking in from the east, asking questions, being naive, and he's the greenhorn. Hello, so I have money and I'm waving it around. Look at this city slicker, <laughs> just wandering around Strawberry, trying to figure out how to get back in town. Does anyone know where I could acquire a panther pelt in a bath? Ryan's walking around saying, "Has anyone seen Gavin?" My good friend Gavin. <laughs> or my zebra. I seem to have misplaced him too. <laughs> we, uh, we are going to be discussing the video game Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, Ryan is going to ask naive questions, just like a city slicker walking through the dirty streets of San Denis uh, would. Like a corn cob from Ohio. Ohio. How dare you all. <laughs> So Ryan, uh, you know, I'll let I'll let you shoot first. Well, real quick, just just yeah. to tee up, we uh, mm, oh that too. Yeah. We are about collectively about halfway through this game. I know uh, Richard and Matt have made some progress into chapter five. We gather that chapter four is roughly the cutoff point halfway through the game. I have just now entered into chapter five. I'm like five minutes into chapter five, but we're going to attempt to only talk, discuss the first four chapters, which means, yeah, we'll probably do this again once we're all finished with it. Uh, Spencer, are you, are you through chapter four? Or? I am not. However, I will go ahead and tell you, don't worry about any spoilers uh, through that okay. point. I don't, I don't care. So That's anyone fine. progressing further, including Spencer, you, uh, if, if you hear anything that happens in Sand Knee, then now you know. Yeah, so uh, don't cry spoilers at us because you simpletons, life happens in real time. You know, get used to it. We're giving you a, we're giving you adequate warning. I mean, except this pod, except this podcast, which is recorded and then released after the fact. Anyway, it's close to live. Like, well, that's like 19th century live, right? That's Red Dead Redemption live. Like, oh, 
<laughs> the Spanish-American War started. You can so, find out about something that happened 12 hours earlier on the other side of Earth? So this is the, civilization, huh? Got the sound quality from 1899, I think, on this podcast. That's hurtful. <laughs> We're trying. My first question... Uh, so is Dutch. My first question is for Richard, but it's really for all of you. I just want Richard to go first. Richard... What is the thing Red Dead Redemption 2 regularly asks you to do that you are the worst at? It's probably hitch the horse. <laughs> Holy shit, I am bad at hitching the horse. And then it's a th like, the thing about it is you have to hit triangle. I, I'm on PS4. You have to hit triangle to hitch the horse or unhitch the horse. So, but if you miss it, you just either get off or on the horse. But when you get off the horse, you can't really hitch the horse unless you like lead the horse when you're off the horse to hitch the horse it's like the clunkiest thing i've ever done in a video game and it's even worse because this there's like not much clunky about this video game so it really stands out like why, I hitch the horse for shit. why do you have to hitch the horse we don't have to hitch it but like when you get a new one it like i guess it like quicker like levels the horse up it like builds your bond to the horse or whatever oh but it all it also rests the horse like better Horse. Yeah, the horse. The horse likes being hitched, and the more the horse likes you, uh, the more uh, dressage tricks you can do, and the faster it can run. So it's this, all very logical. This is, this is a horse romance simulator. Yes. Yeah, if you get horse, to level six, you get to fuck the horse. <laughs> horse ebooks in video game form. Uh, yeah. Matt, they went also. Yeah, also, you can drift on the horse. I just want to mention that there's a move called drifting. Yeah. You know, it is not actually smoking hooves drifting around corners, which was a slight disappointment on my behalf. Maybe you just haven't gotten your horse to like you enough. To <laughs> yeah, maybe your horse hates you. <laughs> Nitro boost. <laughs> Matt, Matt, what is the thing that you are worst at that you regularly have to do? Yeah, I, I, there really isn't a whole lot to like actually complain about the game, but I feel like the controls when I'm not on the horse and I have to do anything other than like run straight ahead is where problems happen. Like, I feel like there's been multiple times in the game where you have, like, this big dramatic set-piece battle. You're supposed to be zipping from, like, barrel of hay to tree or whatever for cover and everything. And then when I'm supposed to be, like, you know, make, making some kind of smooth movement, I, I then face plant. Or, you know, I accidentally hit the wrong button and I dive, like, four feet up into the air and try to, like, tackle an O'Driscoll. And it, it, it is a little immersion-breaking. Damn O'Driscoll! Oh, sons of bitches. So, so, you're, so you're a receiver who can't run anything but a go route. <laughs> uh, yeah, or I'm, 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 a, I'm a receiver that's falling a go route. If, right. if, if that, a go route to three yards and, and then fall. A Big Ten go route, if you will. Man, you run through the forest and the horse is like, it's time to run Sluggo. <laughs> Sluggo was not open, horse. The Arabians got a hell of a double move. Uh, Jason, what are you worst at in this game? So the game is amazing and beautiful and basically perfect in like a million ways, except for anything that approximates anything you would do in real life, such as opening a drawer and pulling mm. a can out of the drawer, because this might take you uh, up to a minute just to make <laughs> Arthur point correctly at the drawer, um, especially if there's like four dead bodies in the way. You know, like you have to go into first person camera to specifically look at the can of peaches in order to successfully pick it up just because... I don't know. Whoever designed this, I think they thought that every single move you make will be exactly as they designed it, which is a, cra a crazy thing to think for the most like open world game of all time. And that juxtaposition is it's 
almost immersion breaking, but I mostly just find it charming when like, this stupid country fuck doesn't know how to pick up a can of vegetables. How many, how do you need like lots of cans? Yeah. Yeah. Cause every yes. time you get shot, you, you gotta you, eat man. cans. Yeah. And if also you, every time you shoot someone, you got to smoke a cigarette. Mm-hmm. If sure. you're stuck, if you're stuck, it, my favorite is if you run out of the ability to shoot, basically it's called dead eye and it's what you use to target something. If you run out of that, one way to get it back is to drink a shitload of brandy, moonshine, <laughs> bourbon, right? Like, Oh, you can't shoot anybody here. Drink this bourbon. You'll shoot the shit out of somebody. So if, also, you're like, if you're like riding from one gun battle to the other, you're looking at your, your dead eye meter and you're like, shit, I got to drink some gin on the way. <laughs> at least. And then it's, it's also funny to me that like one of the other main benefits of, of smoking, and, and there are, the benefits are myriad. In this <laughs> is you also pick up like the 1890 equivalent of Pokemon cards. Every time mm-hmm. that you like smoke a, smoke a cigarette, which you, like, people will, will give you like actual money for, and you need that to get your completion you know, up. So you're also you know, ransacking these houses after you murdered like 80 people trying to find cigarettes just so you can get some trading card of like the 1870s robber barons that someone's going to give you a gold bar for. <laughs> also, they try and ground it in realism because doesn't smoking like take a little bit of your health away? Yeah. A tiny bit. You and lose then, stamina. <laughs> so then you have to, yeah. so you have to go for the, the my favorite is the chocolate bar because it raises your stamina and your dead eye. So you're just pounding gin and chocolate bars. And, and cocaine gum. Like that, this is and also, cocaine. I think, part of what needs of the, the Red Dead Redemption food pyramid. So you've got like, <laughs> be, right? So like at, at your base, right? You've got various cans, canned, <laughs> canned beans, and you work your way up to like, big game chunks that I've been just like dangling off your horse, like some like demented meat tank as you like drive all the way across the country. And then you have the sprinklings of chocolate, candy and cocaine. And, and I think it's uh, like the it's, federal government told me not to eat five cans a day. Well, guess how many cans I'm going to eat five. I also you, like that how, in your satchel, you have meat that you cooked uh, the day before seven days before 30 days before you kill an animal and you take five pieces of meat off it. You cook them. They're just in your purse. They just stay in your purse. You got some extremely old ass meat that you <laughs> watched down that. That's true. Of, that's true of any Mississippi State tailgate as well, though. So, yeah. Have any of you guys managed to make Arthur fat? Because allegedly, no. if you eat a bunch no. of bad food, you can get. I, I no. can't. He's Poly- permanently underweight. Our, yeah, col- our colleagues at Polygon have a wonderful video all about the inability to uh, make make him a large boy. Yeah, it's it's Polygon, uh, Vox Media's good website. They did a like entire video. It's got to be like ten minutes about trying to make Arthur read as overweight. It's Getting almost ready. impossible. Getting ready for big boy season. Yeah, <laughs> it's the name of the video. <laughs> and the dedication, like they they basically just try <laughs> to get him fat. They don't, they're not trying to do anything else in the game other than try to get him fat. And it's impossible. You can, now that speaks to a larger point about this game. It is so big and the plot is open world. So there are indications of where you should go, right? However, for the most part, you can do what you want. So there are people in, the, in your life in the game who are close to you as, as characters who I guess see you ride off into the sunset one day. And when you come back, in my case, 90 to 120 days later, they're like, well, uh, Arthur, where you been? And I'm like, 
I was looking for a perfect squirrel pelt, but then I was eaten by animals 72 times, and I decided to see how many bar fights I could get into in a row and end up fighting a guy who said he was eating turds. And then I was jailed and killed again and resurrected. And then I went and I, I tried to get a bad, yeah, you know, like this is basically our, you end up being the biggest idiot in this person's life, right? Like, and that's why I was gone. Well, well second biggest, because they know uncle. <laughs> they know uncle and Micah. Yeah. Oh, fucking Micah, man. Spencer, Micah. don't, don't, we're going to get there. Okay. Calm down. Spencer, you should know that as somebody who works with you, um, disappearing for months at a time without explanation, that's your, that's your life. That's your real life. This is why I love this game. It's autobiographical. <laughs> All right. Last, last for you. What is the thing that this game regularly asks you to do that you are the worst at? The worst at basic movement. Arthur is so, it's very realistic because I think that if you took a bunch of standard 19th century people and then told them to go into the West, right, that they would suck at things, you know, because the people who are, the people who are doing this, right, they are from Ohio, right? They are from uh, places where you don't have to, I don't know, know how to skin a cougar. So Arthur is in really crappy boots and he's probably really tired and then you go hey let's climb this mountain and in a game like zelda breath of the wild link is just gonna scale that thing he's just gonna bound up that like some kind of lemur on meth well because he literally has no other purpose in life right arthur if you ask him to arthur ain't a damn elf (laughs) if you ask arthur to climb a simple eight foot acclivity okay just eight feet of incline and you ask Arthur to climb that by by four feet up he's going just tumbling down the side of this thing because he sucks at it could Arthur could Arthur pass a single event in the presidential fitness test (laughs) (laughs) fighting is fighting in it I have never more felt as as a gamer I have never more felt that my character is wearing jeans than I do when I'm playing Red Dead 2 This is a jeans-ass game. Yeah. Does anybody play in first person? No. No. Only when I'm trying to pick something up. (laughs) Only when it's can time. It is very fun when you're riding a horse, especially when you're out near Valentine, where where you're out where it looks kind of like like, uh, New Mexico, where it's very pretty. First person is very nice there. The first person is also great when you're uh, riding and... Um, if you don't know, you can go into cinematic mode. Cinematic mode is where you kind of put the game on autopilot and it pulls back. And when you're riding between things, it, you know, the game lets you admire these vistas. And then sometimes it runs you into a fucking cliff wall at like 20 <laughs> miles an hour head first, right? Like just out of nowhere. And, you know, your horse, uh, your horse distrusts you for a minute if it lives through it. And Arthur loses half his health and goes, God damn. This is half of the uh, Red Dead Redemption uh, subreddit, which I think Spencer and I check every morning of our lives now, mm-hmm. where people, ju- people just have horse bloopers, most of which are in like cinematic mode, where, yeah, you know, it's uh, not actually cinematic. The game is actually still going. This is probably, I mean, like, if I was to think of all the stupidest things that have happened to me while playing this game, I think 90% of them are some kind of horse accident. Like, this, yeah. literally, this literally happened, like, right before I hopped on here, right? Like, there was this, there's this big, 
emotional crescendo. There's like a like a D'Angelo song happening in the background. Like it's 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 this very it's supposed to make you feel a bunch of things. And it, you know, you pans to this vista, and I'm riding along and contemplating my 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 place in the West and and whether I can be redeemed as a human being. And I just smack right over this motherfucker carrying a bale like a bale of hay. <laughs> the horse flips over twice, like lands on the dude. The music stops. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I guess, I, I guess I was supposed to be riding, and you're like my wife's and like the other, you know, like we were watching from behind there, and she's like laughing so hard that she hears stuff. You barrel over this dude, and D'Angelo switches to singing. How does it feel? <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, I was trying to cross a footbridge somewhere, and I hit I instead of getting on the bridge, I hit the post next to the bridge, and I tumbled off the horse but landed on the land. And the horse fell into like a ravine or something, like off a cliff. Yeah, that that'll happen. That's why you got That's that's why I got that you have multiple horses because you know sometimes that's that's you got to do it. Like me, you don't even have to worry about hitching them. Just like, well, I mean, I'm just gonna drive it into a tree anyway. Let's just, <laughs> let's just leave it here. I'm a what? bad guy. I'm gonna steal horses. Why don't you lock your car? I'm just gonna wreck it. This is what. Yeah. Why would I lock it? All right. Yeah. Um, the, the other thing I'm really bad at as a bonus is hunting small animals. Uh, because inevitably in the game, when you pull a gun, it doesn't always pull the gun you want first. You have to specify which one. So I would spend time stalking small animals and going, let's get the farm and rifle. It'll be perfect. And I'd pull the wrong trigger and immediately blow away a perfectly good three-star shotgun for the squirrel. <laughs> no, sawed off. I'd have the <laughs> sawed off. <laughs> um, all right. Let's start with Matt for this one. Which character in the game do you hate the most? Oh, Micah is the worst. This he is, is going to be he, unanimous, right? Micah is human refuse. He has no redeemable qualities. As Spencer can attest to, his hard-headedness is the reason that we can't go bathe in the town that lets you drink champagne while you're getting a bath because you end up having to like murder 75 law enforcement you know, personnel to go bust them out of jail. And then he mocks you for it the whole time. I, I mean, like the, the cast is huge. And I feel like there are lots of members of the camp that are genuinely likable you know i i enjoy riding around with lenny i i, enjoy, I kind of enjoy hosea and and uh and, and you know i i think this does the game does a better job of of making more three-dimensional women than rockstar games typically do uh, micah i just i just want i want to drop a howitzer on him he's the worst person in the world is that is that the same answer for everyone yeah yeah the the i would love it if the mission after you break Micah out, you can put him back. That would be awesome. As soon as I could, I paid my bounties, and then I just spent like four days in Strawberry, just like, no, I've I've earned this. Well, what is what is what is Micah's deal? Like, give me some context. Micah Micah is the guy who always um, Micah is the trigger happy, hot headed moron with very little conscience who never, ever, ever gets it right. So Mike is the Trevor of Red Dead if you play Grand Theft Auto. Okay. Yeah, but without like the humor, right? Like Micah's just Micah's there Trevor, to Trevor, but worse. Yeah, like Micah's <laughs> just there to turn an easy stagecoach robbery into a quintuple homicide that didn't have to happen where you each walk away with twenty bucks. <laughs> right? Yeah. The first the it's first bad. thing Micah does in the game is is you you're in a <laughs> the first the game has a real slow start which now I understand why, and it's a really cool thing, actually. But the first part of the game is trying to survive a blizzard, and you find a perfectly good house. Micah's second in the door. Guess what Micah does? 
Micah burns the whole fucking thing down on accident because that's that's your intro to the character is this is the guy who burns down the perfectly good house that belongs to somebody else who's standing right there who's like what the fuck dude just burn down my house asshole yeah and then he, he's the kind of person that then does all of these things and then blames it on you like there are criminals in this band that possess a modicum of self-reflection they occasionally express remorse not for the innocent people because fuck them but but the other people like within within this camp my, that part of micah's brain never developed it's it is a kidney bean it's it's just i'm going to perpetually do terrible things that inconvenience everybody else with my stupid mustache and then after you bail him out again he he calls you dumb like, uh, you know, if, if, if this if Mike, this is 2018, Micah is the 12-year-old who's, like, constantly, you know, insulting your mother on Xbox Live. Like, he's, he's <laughs> I, I have no, nothing positive to say about him. Richard, yeah, like, Richard do, you, do you despise Micah as well? Yeah, Micah's trash. Micah's really trash. I'm trying to, I was trying to think of a different character. I, I love, one. I, I think the way the game, like, is really mean to Uncle, like, I almost feel bad for Uncle. Because the first one, Uncle was, like, sympathetic, you know, oh, Uncle, whatever. But, like, Arthur, like, really, really hates Uncle. I have one, Miss Grimshaw, because every time I come back into camp, she goes, Arthur, been a while since you've contributed to the camp fund. <laughs> been a while since you've given us anything. And if I go over and look at the ledger, some, like, Miss Grimshaw is throwing in, like, ooh, 250. She yeah, gave, like, you look at the dollars. fucking ledger and like, what are the names on it? Arthur, 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 Arthur. Like, I'm the one keeping this entire place running, lady. And it's like Lenny, Lenny, like two fifty. You know, Bill, a dollar fifty. I'm putting like a hundred dollars in this thing. I bought I have, a fucking boat, ma'am. I bought a coop. I bought you a chicken coop. I have a this bucket which is filled to the brim with platinum belt buckles. That is that that is how we survive in this house. And give me lip about the last time I took a bath. What do I do? It's very simple. I go out, I shoot nearly broke morons in the head. I take their silver belt buckles. I do that until I have like five hundred of them. And then I come back and feed my family. This is the American dream. This Adopted the, family. This is the saddest form of organized crime I've ever heard. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly yeah. right. If Arthur, if Arthur went out on his own and just did nothing but rob people for himself, he'd be rich as fuck. Oh, but so he's tied to these people. So this, yeah, is a, like, this is an anti-corporate game. Yes, I, in, in many ways. I it's mean, a fine it, argument against socialism, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then, and then you got you got Dutch going. You know, we just need one more big score. We just need a little bit more money. And I'm looking at like, bitch, I have four thousand dollars, and I am not exactly frugal. Like I've bought every fancy outfit that they have in Saint Denis. Like, how how much more money do we need? Well, why can't can you just like live on your own? It sounds like that's what Spencer's doing for weeks at a time. So you could. Yeah, you I mean, could. As soon as I paid my bounties and I got back into Strawberry, which if you haven't played the game, it's just it's picture a nice little mountain resort town. Very chill. As soon as you can get back into Strawberry, the thought goes through your mind of, why don't I just stay here? Why would I go back to those people? They're awful. It costs me a dollar a day to pay my hotel. I can, I can go rob someone once a month and make enough money to, to eat and sleep in this hotel for the rest of my life. And that could be the end of the game. It could just be endless baths and me hog tying the clergyman who preaches in the corner every single day for the rest of my life. What's wrong with that? You don't, even, you don't even have to cook if you don't want to. You can go to the saloon. Mm -hmm. 
They'll give you a tin full of slop and all the cocaine gum you can you can ask for. <laughs> mm-hmm. I can hang out there with the old prospector who's literally Gus Chiggins from the SNL skit. <laughs> is that is that the one that eats poop or seen a different one? That's turd. That's the turd eating old prospector with the badass yeah. like badger hat. Yeah, yeah. I took it. Damn right, I took his hat. Took me five minutes to knock that bitch out. <laughs> in what in what context is he? You know what? I don't want to know. I don't want to. I, <laughs> yeah. I'm just glad. I'm just glad that it's the, the Wild West, partner. You wouldn't understand. I'm just glad that the game allows you the possibility to, you know, leave leave your troublesome gang who only causes you problems behind and just go do something for you. And on that note, we're gonna hear a little advertiser content from Dell <laughs> Cinema. <laughs> about the same thing about binge watching about how binge watching has changed everything and about how you can ignore your responsibilities your duties to other people who aren't pulling their camp weight who who don't who don't even have 50 belt buckles and just binge watch instead Kayla loves TV I like to tell people that I invented binge watching TV shows I'm in it for the long haul and chances are you're a lot like Kayla over 70% of Americans are binge watchers and they feel a deep connection to both the characters and the screens they're watching them on Dr. Emil Steiner is an assistant professor who studies binge watching at Rowan University with the newer screens that are now available because of the crispness the higher fidelity they allow viewers to see a more realistic world. And that social realism creates greater feelings of connection with the people on those screens. According to Steiner, it's not just screen size and clarity that creates that deeper connection. The technology today allows viewers to control not just what they watch, but where and when they watch it. And this is great news for Kayla. I used to feel truly embarrassed about the amount of binge watching that I engage in, but I feel grateful that the culture is totally supportive of this type of hobby that I have. If you're a person who can never say no to one more episode, check out the Dell XPS 13 with Dell Cinema Technology. For incredible sound, color, and streaming, it's the laptop for people who watch things on their laptop from Dell Computers. Thank you to our sponsor, Dell. You can learn more about Dell Cinema's amazing color and Intel Core i7 processor at dell.com slash XPS 13. That's dell.com slash XPS 13. Next question. Uh, I'm going to leave to Spencer for this. Spencer, do you regret anything you've done in this game so far? (laughs) (laughs) A a lot. (laughs) Um, There is a young man in a dress, I believe, being used as a sex slave somewhere in the city of Rhodes, who is in the basement of the gun shop. And the first time you walk in, I think the sequence that the game wants you to do is find the guy, hear his plea for help, right? Because he's being used as a gimp by... It's it's a redneck town, right? There has to be some creepy redneck <laughs> sex thing going on in any game and with rednecks and Rhodes is super redneck Rhodes kind of looks like either old Atlanta or some old town in Mississippi around 1899 so I go in and what you're supposed to do is hold the guy up and make him free the guy downstairs and then you can take whatever you want from the gun shop because you're effectively blackmailing the guy and you freed his gimp right ta-da 
I go in to pull the gun on him and I shoot him in the head. <laughs> <laughs> Just blow his head. It's a different form of freedom. Because I, I messed up the triggers and it's like, instead of, you know, a cost, it was, it was instantly draw... Yeah, I got to stop carrying that shotgun as my primary sidearm. This is just causing me all kinds of problems. So I instantly pulled the gun and shot him. And now every time I go back through Rose, the guy, I went over and talked to him and he's like, you still haven't done anything? You got to help me. This guy's never going to let me go. <laughs> and I go in and the script is off. Like, I don't know whether I have to save or do something or whether he's just trapped down there forever. So I just go and say hi to him. I'm like, oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey Wilson, that's, how you doing? That seems more cruel somehow. <laughs> how you doing, buddy? Here, I'm gonna give you some cocaine gum. <laughs> Keep you peppy down there. Yeah, that's one thing I regret. The other thing I regret is there is a blind man in the game, and I, um, Jason, this is a byproduct of reading too much of the, the subreddit. Somebody said it's cool if you pull your gun on him; it doesn't trigger any like you know defensive responses because he's blind. He doesn't see it, and you know you're you're not like Spencer. Did you shoot the blind man, Ryan? I shot the blind man. (laughs) Wow! Had to make sure he couldn't see (laughs) with my wife watching. So I said, "Hey, this is kind of a cool thing the game does." And the guy goes, "Alms for the blind," and I immediately turned. Wow! (laughs) But worse, I put one in like his gut, (laughs) so I had to finish him off. Yeah, and there were witnesses because they yeah. all went to the cops and they're like, "That guy shot a blind man." <laughs> even in our, all, even in our society, all them too. even in our society, <laughs> this is very uncool. And my wife goes, "What was supposed to be cool?" About <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, I I have a story similar to this. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I have uh, I have a four year old, and who has made it difficult for me to play this game as much as I would like. I I, I have learned, uh, unfortunately that if I play games that with profanity or, you know, with things maybe I don't want my daughter to repeat and she is awake, she will repeat them. Uh, you know, so my, my, my kids, preschool teachers have an, uh, probably a negative opinion of me. So what the, the, my workaround here to try to continue to play this game is I've, I've told Penny that uh, this is the horsey game. And when we play, I just don't shoot anybody. So we go and we look for animals and, and you same, know, same. yeah, yeah. And she's like, oh, this is fun. I like horses and I like trying to, to pick out the different animals. The, the problem, and this is going to come up, I think, again and again uh, over this podcast, is it's very easy to accidentally discharge firearms. <laughs> so is, when this I'm, is a design thing. Yeah. yeah. So I'm riding along on my horse and I'm like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm going to be good neighbor, you know, Mr. Rogers bandit here and with my four-year-olds and let's go just, you know, greet all of the passersby. Hey, mister. Hey, mister. <laughs> no, I blew like two people. I blew a couple away with the shotgun. Like my, you know, my, little, my daughter's like, ah! You know, not really sure what's going on. I'm like, you know what? Maybe we'll go play Mario Odyssey right now. <laughs> and oh, not no. tell I decapitated and, a man with my hat. Oh no! And maybe not tell your mother about this particular story, <laughs> or anybody at church, or anybody at school. Or anyone. This is a secret forever. Yeah, yeah. It's a good thing you don't listen to this podcast. So yeah, the, the horsey game bit didn't work as well as I had hoped. Good um, try, though. Good try. Yeah. And here's the thing: you know that at some point, when Rockstar was testing this game, somebody was like. Yeah, we got the, the the trigger mechanism. It's just like way too twitchy, accidentally shooting people all the time. We got to fix that. And then somebody else was like, but what if we don't? <laughs> yeah. I said, I thought this is America. <laughs> uh, Richard, have you done anything that you regret in the game so far? 
No, nah, man. <laughs> no, nah, man. You got to live life with no regrets. <laughs> Richard, have you tied anybody to train tracks yet? No, I haven't done that yet. I there was one mission. There's one mission where you have to lasso a guy, and I think the game wanted you to hog time, but I kind of just like dragged him back behind my horse, and I <laughs> because the guy died being dragged behind the back of my horse. That's the closest I've really even come to lasso anybody. Jason, have you done anything you regret in this game? Brother, let me tell you, I'm I'm just I'm just roaming the west looking for looking to absolve myself of my sins. So I, one was just straight up stupid. There's one where you can go around. If you find enough disgruntled postal workers, they will tell you uh, where stage coaches are that you can rob. And I got a good tip that there was one coming out of the Blackwater. If you played Red, Dem Red Dead Redemption 1, you know Blackwater is a very scary place. There's like a massive bounty on you in Blackwater. And if you go in it, it's like nuclear bombs descend on you. So don't go in it. Wait for the stagecoach to come out of Blackwater and then rob it. I'm up on a mountain. I got a good perch and I see it. And what do I do? I get a little trigger happy. Blah, 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 blah. And now there is a wagon parked on the Blackwater side of the river. And I'm like, all right, I, I, I can sneak across the river and go, <laughs> go clean out that wagon and be back across. Um, I, I, I get over there. There are $100 in there. Long story short, by the time I murder my way back across the river, I have a $350 bounty on me. <laughs> I am $250 in the red from this robbery. <laughs> also, I died, <laughs> can, can which also cost you money. I um, wanted to. I want to talk about that bounty system here real quick because I, I, this mm -hmm. is a, a somewhat strange system for me in a game that really prioritizes hyper-realism, right? You got to remember mm -hmm. to take a bath and you don't get to just like press X for bath. You have to freaking hit a bunch of buttons to scrub behind your ears and like under your toes and stuff, right? You go in, you go out in the cold and the testicles on your horse shrink. So like every tiny little detail is set up and then you can murder like 700 people. And if you just give a couple of belt buckles, everyone's just like, well, howdy partner. And just kind of forget the whole thing ever happened. Um, that seems a little weird, doesn't it? Maybe, maybe Again, I thought this was America. Maybe that's how it was at the time. It must have been. Like, you can't be, like, maybe this is just, I, it's important to remember that, you know, as violent and horrifying and terrible as the America we live in is now, man, it used to be even worse. Just even worse. They, they do that's a good true. job. They do a good job of showing, you know, you have, this is one of those games where, you know, there's an honor system, and that honor system is meant to sort of say, well, you can be good or you can be bad, but there will be cost either way. And the worse you are, the easier it is to hustle backwards and hustle backwards hard. It's pain. It's expensive to be really, really bad. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, well, if, you're, if your honor rating is high, clothes are cheap. If your honor rating is low, everyone wants to kill you. All right, well, that leads into my next question, and we'll start with Spencer. Spencer, are you living honorably in Red Dead Redemption 2? I am because ultimately it's easier and I'm lazy. <laughs> it's, it's just easier to, it's easier to be good. Also, I'm, I'm kind of, I, I actually like, I'm kind of a sucker for the NPCs who need help. Even the guy who's been bitten by the same snake three times. Unless you shoot them. Unless I accidentally <laughs> blow a blind man away, <laughs> or as I have discussed in previous discussions of this game, 
if I come up on a guy who needs to be put out of his misery after bleeding while bleeding out by wolves, and instead of shooting him in the head and ending it, I plug him in the gut and make it worse. And he tells me, oh, you made it worse. <laughs> you know, I, I, I live mostly honorably, although I do tend to, I show favor to outlaws. For instance, there is a scene where you pass a chain gang and the chain gang is yelling at the boss of the chain gang and the heated argument gets gradually like more intense until one of them pulls out a shiv and kills him and i'm standing there on my horse and the guys look up and they're like mister this ain't none of your business and i'm like nope nope ain't mine <laughs> just gonna ride on by and these guys in convict uniforms and chains just take off toward the tree line yeah i'm mostly i'm living mostly honorably especially when it comes to robin hood like feats if it's like do you want to give this person money i'm like take a hundred dollars buddy there you go richard are you living honorably nah bro my shit's way in the red <laughs> <laughs> i want to watch you play man that, 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 lines, that lines up with your i regret nothing i've done in this game <laughs> i'm not i'm not like me in high school playing gta bad but i like First of all, if I bump into you on the trail or something like that, and you give me lip, I'm letting that chop a sang, baby. <laughs> That's the first thing. Uh, the other thing, like I, I won't, I won't like you know kill the homeless people asking for alms for the blind or anything like that. Like I'll just leave them alone. But the other thing is, I, I kind of play the game. I probably play the game a little too linearly. Like I really roll from mission to mission. So if if I'm if I'm on my way somewhere and you stop me, like, help me, sir, da, 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 like, I'm not going to help you. And a lot of times when you go past people and like that, it, like, shows your little thing, like, minus honor or whatever it is. Richard, you are playing this game like such a New Yorker. It's amazing. <laughs> like, yeah, man, I got shit to do, man. Sorry. Excuse me, I lost my child and I need your ab. I'm sorry. Listen, train's leaving. Okay. Hey, I'm walking here. <laughs> uh matt do you play this game honorably i mean to the extent that you can play a game honorably where the missions require you to rob and steal and and, and kill people like mm -hmm. i think my i think my honor meter is near the near the the the, 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 the most positive you can be I've, I've you know i i helped the terrible nature photographer uh i served as the world's worst research assistant i've done a, a lot of the side quests i, I mean I'm just a wimp when I play video games like this. Like I, I had a problem playing GTA because I'm like trying to obey traffic signals and stuff, and like, uh, you know, I, I, you know, I, I felt like a bad person. Like I, I had to play this game for like 12 hours before I felt comfortable just like, you know, belligerently insulting Micah and like an uncle. Um, but so like I'm still definitely a bad person, but I'm maybe the least bad person that the game lets you be and still kind of progress. So okay, like, so when you're like super honorable. It you know that like cinematic like kill cam or whatever like mine is like apparently really gory compared to because when you're really bad it's like really gory but when you're really good apparently it's really like honorable and like noble like Clint Eastwood Westward like Western shit what does it look like when that thing comes up? Hmm. Uh, it still seems pretty gory to me. Okay, um, yeah, my, I mean, like, I my, do I do most of my killing through Deadeye at this point, and it still looks like someone just exploded an entire can of like crushed tomatoes. And yeah, stuff. it's like it's like Gallagher, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh man, I bet if you shot Pearson, it would be like Gallagher because he's like holding like three watermelons in there. <laughs> Jason, are you playing this game uh, in a morally upright fashion? 
So I feel like I'm being very true to the character because um, Arthur is, uh, he's, he's not very smart. So when somebody comes up to me and says, help, feller, help, my, you know, my, my leg's stuck in the bear trap or whatever, Arthur's like, huh, I know how to fix that. Okay, I will, you know. And if you do everything that everyone is yelling at you to do, you will have a high honor rating. But I think what is even truer to the character is then you can, ca can capitalize on that and you can do all the crime you want and still have a higher honor rating because you let a cop loose like three hours ago. The, the, the one hack I would tell anyone about this game is if you ever come across a cop who is being held captive, let him loose, and then you have a blank check. You can so, go shoot up a fucking town and get away with it. So mm -hmm. you're, you're taking the Whitey Bulger approach to this game. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm being a fake good guy. Right. Yeah, you're, you're being a you're, good guy. You're a cooperating witness. Yeah. Like I, I have, there was, I was riding in the mountains and a dude, uh, a rancher, he said some shit to me, and guess what? Not only did I kill him, I skint all his cows to take them back to camp. <laughs> I, I, I shot one in the head, rode it all the way back, uh, a day journey across the map, and then I came back and skint the other one because you can only carry one skin at a time. That's right. how much I hated that so, motherfucker. So Jason, and yet, I'm help? counted as a good guy because I set two cops free. So Jason's, Arthur, lives matter. Is Jason's Arthur is an Oklahoma fan. <laughs> <laughs> I would, uh, I, I would, I would say that the attitude that I have maintained is always this, which is, I will be fine with you unless you are an NPC who is impolite with me, and refuses a diffuse. I'll give you one diffuse, and I don't know if this is the programming or not, or if it's just my bias. But the further south you get, and the more country things get, the stupider they get. So, like, if you ride by somebody and say hi, and they go don't hire me i'm like <laughs> once like okay buddy and then the guy on the horse is like do you want to die and then, like, dead and then, eye yeah and then like 15 seconds later i'm looting his body in front of horrified bystanders going what me and you're like i just said hi all i did was say hi i thought y'all were supposed to be polite all right my final question and we can keep talking about the game after this i'm not going to tell you what to do um Let's start with Matt. Matt, what's the dumbest thing you've done recently in this game? Besides, I mean, I think the only time I've really been caught by the law at this point is when I am, you know, just king hell, full sprint on my Arabian, you know, you know, got nine guys on my tail, and I'm feeling pretty proud of myself, and then I just drive directly into a tree. And, you know, the horse's head basically goes through the tree, and you fly like nine feet up in the air. Oh, God damn it! And you, you roll around the whole thing. I, I do that a lot and that's I, I i i think i think i think between that and then spending my limited video game time literally just playing poker are the the two dumbest <laughs> things you know i'm just like a, a big picture thing right you know like my wife will come downstairs and like you know this this is this part of the game like shh, I, i'm avoiding my responsibilities not just in real life but also in the video games i'm supposed to like go get beans for these people i just want everyone to shut up be quiet and play poker <laughs> i'm trying to make some money <laughs> let daddy cook <laughs> it may be not be the dumbest thing in like the economy of the game but in terms of the economy of like how i spend my real life actual waking moments on this earth before shuffling off the mortal coil yeah it's probably pretty dumb great don't think about that too much do me a favor just don't just put it out of your brain yeah, buddy i i if, if i do then i start thinking about what i actually do for a living and i get all kinds of <laughs> 
Uh, well, you know, you could be spending your leisure time on a terrible podcast talking about a video game. So. <sighs> okay, cool. Hook them. <laughs> you got that going for you. <laughs> uh, Richard, what's the dumbest thing you've done recently in Red Dead Redemption 2? Um, it's probably, it was kind of near the beginning of the game. You like, kind of when it first turns you loose, I just kind of started roaming around a little bit and I accidentally kind of stumbled upon a like enemy compound or whatever. And I looked at the map, and the map only showed, it was probably like two or three red dots. And I had like a pistol on me, and I was like, all right, bet. Like, I got this. And so, like, I rode in, brandished the pistol, and just dudes just came out. And I was, it's like, <laughs> two, there's like no cover. And I had ditched the horse, and it kind of like crouched up to it. So I was just done. Like, just done. So basically, you saw, you saw three bees. And we're like, well, that's clearly all the bees that are around. I'll I'll attack. So the defense had uh, had had more numbers in the box than you realize. <laughs> exactly. Um, Spencer, what's the next thing you've done recently in this game? And I realize you could probably do it around this. I can. I'll probably give you three things, but I'm going to start with one which was similar to Richards. There's a camp of O'Driscolls, and they were only accounted. There were only about seven of them. They didn't see me coming. And I, uh, because I am the master of video game control, I had the lasso on instead of a gun. And um, I hit the first one, and I lassoed him. And I thought, well, <laughs> let's see how far I can go with this. So I hogtied him while people are shooting at me, right? <laughs> and Arthur's like, hold on. <laughs> Let me let me twirl this. Come on, <laughs> come on, cowboy. <laughs> um, so I got one, and then I ran into the woods. And they can't ho- unhog tie them, right? They just kind of the NPCs sit there and go, "Well, oh, look at that. We should tell Colm this. Let's go tell Colm Old Driscoll that he's been hog tied." I fuck. Look at that. Uh, so I kept running back into camp and take massive losses, but I got ultimately I got uh, all of them hog tied. And then I, <laughs> you know, I'd go eat some can of beans, run back in, hogtie another one, right? Um, and, and I was like, well, what do I do? And uh, I was like, well, I do have fire bottles. So I just threw a bunch of fire bottles and burned them because I didn't really know what to do. Jesus. Uh, but I've done that countless, I've done that countless times <laughs> in this game where I've seen somebody and they've tried to shoot me. And rather than shooting them, because I was like, oh, I don't want to kill them. So I hogtie them, I lasso them and hogtie them, and then realize I'm like, oh, I'm just leaving you wriggling out here in the middle of the wilderness filled with cougars and wolves. Bye. <laughs> and then I ride off going, oh, I just did something way worse. Oh, well. Ryan, this, this, hang on. This podcast can't be used as like admissible evidence no, later, right? No, no, no. <laughs> no. Somebody would have to listen to it, so you're fine. <laughs> Okay, all right. Carry on. Imagine the detective who's like trying to track Spe- who doesn't know it's Spencer, but trying to track like man, his MO is always the same. He hogties all the victims and then sets them on fire while they're still alive for no reason. Also, there's a shitload of bean cans everywhere after he's done. Those people should have had beans when you get hog time. All right, Spencer, please continue with your tales of stupidity. Uh, other stupid thing I attempted to hold up a poker game after losing one hand in a crowded (laughs) (laughs) because I had a straight flush to the jack 
and they had a straight flush to the king, and I didn't think that was reasonable. (laughs) (laughs) And the other stupid thing that I have done in the game, which this is, it's short, but it's sweet. I, um, I was playing with fire bottles and uh, trying to hunt a legendary animal at the same time and missed the legendary animal and hit a hog. The hog caught fire. The hog ran into my horse, knocked me and the horse over, uh, and then I was uh, rammed to death by the legendary animal. So, yeah, that's that's fun. Man, those fire bottles, that might be my close second. There's one uh, mission where you have to, like, torch the brake lights, you know, cornfields or whatever, and I could not figure out how to either, A, get the fire bottle to work while I'm being shot at, or B, like, throw it the right distance. Like, one time I threw it, the other time, like, Sean hit me with his fire bottle when he was throwing it in. Like, I had to do that mission, like, four or five times. That one was hard. Let me me ask you all a question. Maybe this is just me because I'm a, I'm a broken person, but has playing this game a lot altered your – have you caught yourself like talking like Arthur or, or thinking in like old-timey language when you're not playing the game after playing it for a long time? Because I've, I've, I've caught myself not, not, not quite like just like walking into like the, the daycare going like misters or anything, but like I think I've talked to my baby like I've talked to the horse to try to get her to calm down a little bit. I'm not proud enough. I'm not too proud to admit that. <laughs> I think it's more like there are spare moments when I catch myself not thinking like Arthur. <laughs> I think you think a lot like Arthur anyway. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. I did look over. I did look over from the road tonight. I'm on the way. I was driving from Atlanta to Florida for the holidays. Right. And I looked over at a field in South Georgia as the sun was setting and the mist was settling on it. And I looked over and I was like, it's probably some good whitetail over there. <laughs> three stars and you, see, you see a single plume of smoke and you're like civilization mm. <laughs> there's a there's a victim right for the picking over there jason what's the dumbest thing you've done in this game recently um <clears throat> so i gather from discussing with y'all a few hours ago that i have done by far the most moseying in this game the mm-hmm. most uh open worlding the most just wandering um, and one, one of my side quests, there's like a billion side quests, but I really want to get the, uh, the best possible satchel, which requires you to hunt 21 specific animals, get perfect pelts and bring them all back to camp. A lot of them one by one. This is like a monumental task. Um, in, in, if you, if you treat the game as sort of like, it takes you a whole day to go across the map, then like you're talking about, it would take this dude like two months to pull this off. Um, the, the hardest one I have gotten so far, and I'm one short right now, the hardest one I've gotten was the perfect panther pelt, which it only spawns in one spot on the entire map. Uh, and there's only one of them on the entire map at a time. So the one you see, that's the only one there is. If you don't get it, then you leave for like three days to come back to hope it respawns as a perfect panther. Uh, after an in-game week of trying, like I was literally camping in a swamp to get this fucking panther. <laughs> I uh, I got it. Blow! Perfect shot right in the forehead. The panther's dead. Skinned it. Yes, I got my pelt. And it's not far back to camp. It's like, uh, if you extrapolate the thing, it might be like two miles back to camp. This is nothing. I got it. I did it. Uh, on the way back, a feller said something sideways to me, so I got in a gunfight, and then there was a big old chase, and I got 
died and the perfect panther pelt was gone. So I had to do the whole fucking thing over again. That's the, that's the dumbest thing I did. Was I let somebody say in a cross word to me, spoil my perfect panther pelt. Manners matter, okay? Manners matter. <laughs> Civility. Civility matters. Happy Iron Bowl week, everyone. The discourse. The discourse, the discourse. matters. I, the discourse on this road is, is not up to par. Mr. Wait. Why are you so divisive? I do have, I do have one, I do have one uh, bonus question. Have all of you encountered the Klansman? Yes. Yeah, I, I did have, wonder. I, 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 that I was have, my, one of my questions for everyone. What is the best way to destroy a Klan rally? I have not. I'm. I look. Like, re- obviously, I'm really looking forward to it. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> in I the woods. Crazy. I was hype about the Klan rally, but I can't. They're in the woods. They're in the. They're in the swamp, right? I they found are, them. I found them in, in the woods two different times. Yeah, okay. they're in. They're in the woods in Lemoyne. They're not far from Clemens. Uh, Clemens Point or Clemens Landing, where you like the second camp is. <laughs> They're over to the they're to the west of the road, and they're always at night, usually doing something in this kind of like extremely tragicomic fashion, killing each other accidentally. Um, I recommend anything involving fire because those robes really go up. Yeah, <sighs> you'll notice I like the dynamite. The one I did was the dynamite. Just chuck it right in the middle there. They're <laughs> supplying their own fire. Perfect. Seems fair. I, did, I had a question for everyone. How are we dressing our Arthurs? Mm, that is a great question. Let's, um, I, I got a fancy boy, Arthur. I, th- I think he has like a bright green paisley vest. Wow. One of, the, one, of them, one of them expensive coats. The, the, the hat is the one thing I haven't done a lot of investing in just because I lose it all the time. You know, I get shot a lot and then the hat is gone and then I just typically commandeer whatever hat uh, is somewhere else. Although I did manage to find a pirate hat. Um, which is pretty cool. What? Like same, like, yeah. It's in, it's in a it's in a wreck along the big like uh, along the river when you're going like, down. Like with a skull and crossbones type pirate hat. No, like like the tricorn. It's a trifle. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, there's there's a I mean there's there's allegedly like some like a Viking hat and you can wear like weird animal masks. There's a, there's a bunch of things. The 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 pirate hat's the only weird one that I found. But um, he, he is uh, my Arthur is, is generally dressed a little bit fancier than he probably should, given that he bathes once every 10 days right well when you dress that good you don't have to bathe well that's that's, 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 that's what i was saying um the and a gigantic floppy mustache huh, okay what, what about y'all so i did have him i felt I, I i like when i play video games i usually don't care this much about the character but in this one i am really invested i, I want to be true to this guy I give a shit you know i when when i get back from like a, a hard day out on the range we're eating stew we're drinking coffee and we're taking a nap you know um i i, I have been invested in making arthur look like how i think he should which is basically uh dirt bag doesn't give a shit about anything like the beard's getting long the hair's getting long the clothes are getting dirty we're buying a cheap gray shirt cheap jeans but I felt it was true in chapter four after you go to the mayor's house in a tux and you realize it's easier to rob rich folks if you're wearing a tux and then you go to the poker game on the boat and you realize it's easier to rob a poker game if you're wearing a suit so after that Arthur invested in some richer clothes. We got some, we got some blue plaid pants. We got mm. the nicest boots you could find. I got the Panama hat. We got a, mm. a, a nice silk vest. Ooh. 
Arthur's dripping now, and it is so much easier to rob rich folks. So this is this is, this is the Ocean's Eleven approach. Yeah, Arthur, Arthur just if 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 I wear blue plaid pants, it's easier to kill people. I will give you three guesses as to how I go, and the first two don't count. Shirtless. You can't go. Unfortunately, you cannot just step <laughs> naked out of the bath and walk into the street. I tried it, but it let you. Because that would that would be your choice if given. Yeah, could y'all just imagine the mosquitoes? Like I'm, I'm, I'm just. I mean, there there are significant parts of this game where you have to wade up to your neck in the swamp to like look for alligators. I'm just. I mean, just 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 practically speaking, Spencer would be a swamp thing if they let. Him. Yeah. Like that are really upsetting because for a while I had some really nice bear chaps. That <laughs> one, if you kill the bear, you want everyone to know you're going to wear your bear chaps. But then it's like you go out in the swamp and it's like, damn, I'm wearing bear fur coated in swamp stuff. <laughs> yeah, I wear pelts whenever possible. <laughs> yeah. Walking through San Denis and you hear people going, country come to town. <laughs> Like people will people will snap on you as you're walking down the street if you're wearing the wrong thing. It's amazing. Or or if you haven't bathed in a while. Oh yeah. And you can see like the little flies like above your head and everything and like the cutscenes. I'm like, oh yeah, I guess it hasn't been a minute. If you check your if you check your status on your Arthur, mine is forever like like fatigued, underweight. <laughs> Unhealthy. <laughs> Unhealthy. Especially I think when you get later in the game and you realize that you don't actually have to eat to like regain your health. It's it's mm-hmm. more efficient when people are shooting at you to just drink some miracle tonic, then and then you, you forget like oh yeah like I haven't eaten in four game days I've just been deciding on various oils like I'm, you're I'm, just Dana Holgerson you're yeah, just right? on Red Bull and gambling yeah you're it's, 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 I like I like uh, I like, that. I like Jason's no good Dana Holgerson barreling across the West. I like Jason's Arthur who uh, just roams around drinking gin and eating chocolate like some sort of strange <laughs> Willy Wonka. In a fine, in a fine suit. Yeah. It's like an 11 year old's idea of a grown up. I'm just riding this horse and eating ice cream for breakfast. I got my, I got my tux on and I'm eating nothing but chocolate. <laughs> When I grow up, I want to wear a bear hat, eat nothing but chocolate, and tie people to train tracks all day long. <laughs> oh, I forgot. The most, uh, and, and fish. The most fucked up thing I did was there is someone you come across who wants you to mail him the carcasses of a perfect rabbit and a perfect squirrel, their entire bodies, not just their pelts. The only thing is you figure out that you have to do them. You have to kill them both at the same time, basically, because if you kill a rabbit and tote it around till you find a squirrel, the rabbits get all nasty and then you won't be able to mail it. So um, I, 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 I walked up to the post office. I had my perfect rabbit. I was going to try to mail that one and uh, they won't take it. And I'm like, what the fuck? It's a perfect rabbit. Dude wants me to mail him a perfect rabbit. So then I realized that you have to have them both at the same time. There's a train track right there. I set the rabbit down on the train track just to see what the train does. And it, it scoots the rabbit along, just scoots the <laughs> rabbit's corpse. There it goes. So, could you mail that one? And that's how you invented Greyhound racing. Good job. It was no longer perfect. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Poor Pilt. <laughs> Richard, how what about you, um? Do we have do we have alternate uniforms? Like, do we have uh, cold weather gear, hot weather gear? Yeah. Fancy town gear, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Although I, I will leave it on way too long. Like I have the winter gunslinger on. They'll be like, you are hot. <laughs> <laughs> like, what, like what the fuck game? Why would I be hot? And I'm wearing like the bear hat and a heavy coat. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the stamina penalty you get, if you go up in the mountains and just like your union shirt and like flip flops is, is pretty significant. <laughs> God, that's so fu- Yeah. That's so fucking big 10 of you. Jesus. <laughs> it's not Unfair. that cold it's not that cold i can wear gym shorts it's fine no I sandin he never plays road games <laughs> <laughs> roads never goes up to grizzlies they never leave the state i want to actually i wanted to ask this, this is why is... Uh, annabelle never gets to play in the lemoyne bowl games <laughs> <laughs> and this is this is the like slightly sincere question but what's the coolest thing that you've either seen or just driven by, or like ridden by, or done. In oh the man, game. I got, I got where a list were, where you were like, "This is unexpectedly beautiful." Or I want to, cool. I want to hear Richard's first because Richard is playing this the most depraved way. So I want to know. What <laughs> yes, yeah. what, what's the coolest thing I've seen? Yeah, or done. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I, I don't know. Like riding in, like riding into a city. Okay, well here I'm gonna, I'm gonna show my cards here. Riding into like Sandini at night and just like raising a little bit of hell, like just popping some caps off into a couple people, like that's pretty cool. <laughs> and then like, just go. But the thing is, like, it's there's a couple times when you because the cops are in Sandini are kind of like swarming all over the place. It does the thing where on the map it's like a red circle, and so sometimes I'll kind of like ride into town, see how long it takes the cops to like find me, and then just initiate the chase or like something like that. Yeah, just giving them some exercise. Exactly. What about you, Matt? Um, it's a little bit of a spoiler here, but uh, I shot a bunch of O'Driscolls from a hot air balloon, and that is cool as hell. Wow! <laughs> I didn't know about this. Yeah. <laughs> Keep playing a little bit, friends. There, there is a chase scene, and let me first of all let me tell you something. Steering a hot air balloon is hard. Um, so there were there were a lot of um you know, Zeppelin accidents, I think. You have to, like, maneuver around a bridge, and there's uh, there's rescuing somebody who's, like, on horseback from your balloon, and then you just get to cap a bunch of people from way up in the air. I was not expecting that, and that's, that was a delight. <laughs> All right, I think between, that yeah. might get admitted into court of law, Matt. I can't, I'm just saying, if you do <laughs> go on to shoot a bunch of people from a hot air balloon, this segment will be that, in trial. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> this, this is why I'm not allowed back in New Mexico. <laughs> Jason, what was yours? Um, so I wrote a few things down. Can I run through a list? And if you have seen these things, can you call it out? Because I, yeah. I want to know how. Uh, the meteorite crater. No. No, I have not seen this. There's a big-ass meteorite crater, and uh, I came upon it in a rainstorm. So, like, I saw these trees were bent out at me, and I'm like, wow, this wind is really blowing. <laughs> <laughs> but then I come over a hill, and I look down, and it's this huge black crater with this rock in the middle, and you go down, and you look at it, and Arthur draws a picture of it. He said, there's a rock fell from the heavens. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, uh, the miniature church in the swamp? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have seen that one. Okay, it's like a it's like a tiny tiny building. You think it's a shack, and then you walk in, and it's a church that would fit like four children. It's I found it at night, so it was pretty fucked up. Uh, the ironclad in the lake in Saint Denis. Mm, missed it. No. Wait, is that the is that the one that you that you drive and like have like yeah. lake battleship? Yeah, that's pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, the swamp zombies. 
No. No. I got to get out there a little bit more. Yeah, get out in the swamp. It gets weird. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, When you help the guy build the electric chair and test it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yep. Boy, that's fucked up. Um, The two brothers (laughs) who want you to shoot them in the head in order to impress a lady. Twice. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Just for fun, Jason, did you deliberately fail that mission just to see what would happen? I didn't, no. Just because I I was in town. I didn't have time for all that. Uh, they, they, you get a you failed and you have to go again but the, the lady is extremely uh, unimpressed that's fucked up so if one of them gets died if one of them gets shot in the head it doesn't even work no you gotta you gotta, you gotta redo it uh, have you found the ghost train I'm sorry the what train have you found the ghost train no no there's a ghost train what Damn. is that what do you mean is ghost train a uh, it's a ghost train like a spectral train yeah the whole train is a ghost Damn. It's out near, uh, I think it's in the swamp, like around Lemoyne. It's in the middle of the night, obviously. Uh, and this is my favorite, the single favorite thing that I have discovered is the art gallery brawl. An well, art I know, museum. Uh, I know what I'm doing after we get off the phone here. <laughs> so in Saint-Denis, there is a French dude you meet in the bar and he draws you a picture. Anytime that dude pops up on the map after that, go find him because you eventually get into a massive melee in a museum and yes. everyone realizes he's been drawing naked paintings of their spouses. <laughs> 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 You're looking around the room and, and this one dude's like, that's my wife. <laughs> I'm looking at my husband's butt. <laughs> and then a huge brawl breaks out. All these rich people punching each other in the face. Yeah, you've wandered. You spend it's a lot of time in the swamp. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I like to mosey. This game rules. I have... One time I was up in uh, Rocky Mountain National Park with my brother, and being real smart, we didn't ha- take enough gear or the right stuff or check the weather report. We just went up to the lake, and a storm rolled in over the mountains. And you know when it happens, like... It happens fast because you can't see it, right? Just... <laughs> blows up on you and it turns really weird weird dangerous looking shade of like purple white and a hailstorm kicked in and there was lightning and the only place we really had to hide were under some like low scrubby bushes and i thought oh this is jacked up <laughs> this, is, this is not good and in about 15 minutes it was over but it was a very intense 15 minutes and uh, i'm very stupid so i was playing the game and i was up in the mountains like in the grizzlies and all of a sudden this like weird light came in and the storm sort of rolled in and like i was like well we better get arthur to camp and as i was setting it up i was like oh shit they nailed it they got the exact same light like i'd read about how in gta uh, 5 they'd really studied the light of los angeles and wanted to get it completely right Somebody spent a ton of time just up in the mountains in like Colorado or Utah or Montana doing this because it I, like it almost triggered a sense memory for me. I was like, I can smell that. That's the coolest thing that's happened. Where I was like, they got it so right, it triggered one of my own memories. This game definitely is unique among video games that I've played, and that it actually does make me want to go outside. Yeah, I th- I, yeah. I think I think you you had written about that. Uh, 
about Red Dead Redemption One, and I've thought about that a couple of times. And you're like, you know, Taylor will walk into him like, yeah, we we need to go to we need to go camping again, which is you know, tip, you know, not a reaction you have when you're playing say GTA. But then you never want to go outside ever again because there's people out there. Um, but they they really did do a very good job with that sort of thing. Especially the night scenes in, mm-hmm. and there are two different things I'm thinking of. One is if you go way up in the mountains and you look south, you can see the lights of Saint Denis, which is like insanely Ooh, yeah. far across the map. Um, and the other is at night on a clear night, you can look up and see the galaxy. Like you can see everything. Which, if you go out very dark parts of America, you will be able to see the galaxy and like i've been it's funny you say that matt because like i have been for a long time like i gotta get out to some of these like you know like official dark sky parks where you can literally see like completely everything and then to see that in the game is like yeah okay i I definitely got to do that you know so yeah so what i'm hearing is that playing lots of video games are in fact good for you yeah that's uh, it yeah that's the conclusion I've come to. Well, that's, that's, I mean, for, I want to thank you all because again, I haven't played this game. I don't know when I will. I probably will at some point down the line when I'm like, ah, eh, if I get divorced now, it's fine. Um, I'm not there yet. So, but um, if I had to, if I had to take one thing away from this conversation, I think it would be this. I am never saying a crossword to Richard ever again. Ever, not accidentally, <laughs> not not as a joke. Never. I am only saying nice, polite things to Richard when I see him. The Dell XPS 13 with an eighth-gen Intel Core i7 processor is the laptop for people who never say no to one more episode. With lifelike color, brilliant sound clarity, and smooth streaming, Dell Cinema Technology makes whatever you love to watch even better. Call 800 by dell to learn more or visit dell.com slash XPS 13. Sponsored by Dell and Intel. Mm-hmm. 